Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is... The, the Hoot! 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 <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, get your Twizzlers and blueberries, and listen to... <laughs> the Hoot! 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 <laughs> Why'd you say Twizzlers and blueberries? No that, reason. That makes no sense. They will never know. <laughs> Pops blueberry in the mouth. Uh-huh. What's up, Doc? So, what have you been up to? Well. Tell the audience, because I don't need to know. I'm, I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, you're with me 24-7. Yes. So, um, I've been up to a lot of different activities, um... Last week we kept playing Pokemon. We started D and D, and Allison and I made it through two quests, and we're yep. gonna about to start another one. And this time we're gonna fight a dragon. Mm-hmm. We'll see if we survive. Taslin and Xanaphilia. Yeah, and then our our uh, our friends. Yeah, what, uh, Pickle Pete and um. What's your girl? Oh, dang it! What's her name? Her um, last name is Fiasco. Okay. Oh, Donabella Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are on the um, quest with us, so that's fun. Um, uh, we also got Settlers of Catan, mm-hmm. and we played that. A and lot. everybody has won except for our mom so far. Um, but, she always wins things. Yeah, so it's so it's, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, but some things that I started to do... Um, I decided that I wanted to make some care packages for my friends because I can't be with them. And also I found this really cool idea, um, for an, a thing, but I'm not going to talk about it right now just in case those friends are listening. I don't want to spoil what's in the boxes. Um, but I'm really excited for them. And Allison's also going to be sending some stuff. Yeah. To them. Well, to more of our to the ones that, that are, like, both of know, our friends, yeah. not just Ashley's friends. Yeah. Um, and then I'm crocheting a blanket, but I ran, I, today I ran out of yarn, so now I'm waiting for my yarn to arrive in the mail. So I'm putting a stop to that, which makes me sad, because I want to keep going, and I can't. I'm sorry. But I taught Allison how to crochet yesterday, so that was a fun thing. That was yesterday? Yeah. It was yesterday. Wow. And then school stuff. That's pretty much it. That's cool. A lot of things, but also not very many things yes. at the same time. So, yeah. What have you been up to besides the things, you know, that, I know. Yes. <laughs> well, I learned to crochet yesterday. Wow. Did you know that? No. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting a blanket. No, I feel like I learned on Saturday. Because then we went to the store yesterday. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. And that's when I got all the yarn. You're right. Um, I've also been uh, kind of swamped with homework and um, having some problems arise with my internship that I really don't want to get into. It's <laughs> just kind of a lot of overwhelming things that I feel like I cannot control because I'm home and mm-hmm. not somewhere else where I can do more to control these things. Like, talk to people mm-hmm. within, you know, two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> of getting an email or something. So, I'm a little stressed about that. 
Um, and then it's also Holy Week, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to focus on and like recenter myself in um, the Word and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of been a weird two days where I'm like, I know that I'm home and like I'm trying to use this time to rest, but like I'm resting from too much, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like that's my thing when I'm home. I think yeah. this is my time to rest because I'm home. I think you need to go work at your desk more. Yeah. That'd probably help. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. That's all I have written down. Okay. Ah, there's good news tonight. Been watching and listening to? Um, lots of things because we're home. Um, <laughs> but the things that I, I actually wrote some stuff down so that I would remember that I wrote, that I watched them um i've been watching um john krasinski's some good news um youtube channel mm-hmm. and it's really cute and heartwarming and also Gretchen there's like sent it to me this yeah morning. she sent it to me too i was like yeah i already watched it like literally i just watched it mm-hmm. um so that was really good um so if you haven't checked that out yet you should do that um and then watching the movies that we've that we're talking about today, so, um, watched Knives Out in 1917 last week, um, both very good movies, um, also watched The Night of Jumanji, which was really good, Jumanji, the which next I, had, level. I had seen, um, with my boyfriend originally, and now watched it with you guys, yeah, um, and then yesterday, we watched Onward mm-hmm. together, and that was really good, and that was be- Saturday. That was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday, because yesterday I fell asleep on the couch. Yep. Yep. Saturday, we watched Onward, and then I've been watching YouTube videos today, um, because, well, we watched Onward, so I got to catch up on Super Carlin Brothers a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then I watched some Try Guys, and my Harry Potter YouTubers, and yeah, it was a good time. How about you? I know I took a lot of ours. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I've been binging Arrested Development, trying to get it done with, because I like it Mm -hmm. to an extent where it's like I need to finish it, Uh but I really want to move on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But today I kind of realized, like, I want to get away from my screen, Mm -hmm. so I switched to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) And so I finished up on all of my, and that's why we drink podcasts that I've saved up and mm-hmm. also on my office ladies and then I started uh some crime junk junkie but with crime junkie it gets a little more intense mm-hmm. on the like crimes and mm-hmm. stuff so I was like I really don't shouldn't pro- probably be listening to this out loud and on holy week yes <laughs> um but like with you guys in the house uh-huh. I was like I'll turn this off so yeah um and then we also saw that movie on Netflix, Life As We Know It. Oh, yeah, that was really good. That was that was really good. I really liked it. Um, and it's like, you should watch it. That's my mm-hmm. suggestion to our yeah. listeners. Um, but uh, also Onward, which made me mm-hmm. cry a lot. And then... Okay, have you watched the Super Carlin Brothers review of it yet? No. Okay, one thing that they talked about in it is how... Um, Jay did not cry, mm-hmm. but Ben did. 
Hmm. And it's because he's the younger sibling. Yep. And I felt the same way because you guys said you cried. I did not. So. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I definitely felt that, but I was also thinking of um, an ex-boyfriend that I have Hmm. who, like, him and his little brother and his even littler brother, like, I was very connected to them, mm-hmm. and I just loved his little brothers a lot, mm-hmm. and they, their dad is not in the picture, and, like, I just felt all of those emotions mm-hmm. for them, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I understand that part where, mm-hmm. because when it was, like, doing the montage of him, like, checking mm-hmm. off the list, spoiler, sorry, um, <laughs> this is a spoiler podcast, so, <laughs> um, but when he was checking off the list, that's the first time I cried, mm-hmm. and I, like, continued to cry (laughs) for the rest of the movie Mm -hmm. um but yeah I -hmm. I definitely felt like this weird thing for this ex-boyfriend that yeah I you know whatever Mm -hmm. um but his little brother his Mm -hmm. little brothers yeah the best Mm -hmm. that's why so then also we watch I saw Jumanji the next level for the first time Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to talk about this for a second okay because the okay um, let's put timestamps in for people to move on. If, okay. So, um, if you haven't seen Jumanji The Next Level, skip to the timestamp that's in the description because yeah. we're going to do spoilers. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the movie, when, like, the game is revealed to have been put into their world, like, yeah. the original Jumanji. Mm-hmm. So, what do you, do you think, because I think they're going to have the video game characters in this world Mm. because the biggest thing about this movie series is those characters yeah so i think that the um teenagers Mm -hmm. all of them those -hmm. characters are going to meet their avatar avatar from Mm. the game but that would be really cool so that's kind of what i'm thinking might happen because Mm -hmm. I'm like, how are they going to do this and have both of mm-hmm. both sets of those characters yeah. in this? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I can see it, like, being, like, they have to go and find their avatars or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like, oh, if all this stuff is here, they've got to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it could just be the opposite thing where it's just, like, they're going to have to do it without being their avatars. Mm-hmm. And, like... They are capable of doing stuff without all these special powers Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Well, and I also think it could be, like, kind of funny seeing, like, the avatars not really know how to be real people. Yeah, yeah, because they're video games. Yeah, and they're, like, hidden behind their, like, character profile. Ooh, that would be good, too. Yeah. But, like, also, I don't know if, like, they're gonna take the avatars of, like, the mom and that repair guy and like maybe like a couple of other people who were nearby or whatever and they sucked up or something they could do that yeah like danny devito again because he was probably no he was not in the house no he wasn't no um so like maybe that could that could happen happen, yeah also i can see that not happening Mm -hmm. but like also like why would they have um winston from new girl Mm -hmm. in it unless like i don't know it was just a small it could have just been like a cameo kind of thing yeah, but they could want him in the next movie. Yeah. I bet they'll definitely be, like, a little bit of a role if they're not yeah. the characters. Yeah. So do you think that they started production right after this? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I can't find I can't find any evidence of it. Oh, so that's why I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Well, because the movie came out a while ago, mm-hmm. and I bet that it was finished a while ago. So mm-hmm. I bet they started filming right away, but they're mm-hmm. probably taking a break. Right? Well, they have to take a break right yeah. now. So I don't yeah. know. Okay. I just assumed that they would have just started right away. Yeah. Cause, like I don't think that the the younger mm-hmm. cast is like I don't know why I'm saying younger cast. I mean they are they're yeah too. You know what I mean though. Um, I feel like they aren't as famous. I mean they are, mm-hmm. but like they don't probably have as many roles as the other ones do. So I feel like they are able to film like right away. Mm-hmm. Um. But the other ones, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know of any of their movies or how filming works or anything like that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just really curious to see how they do it. Um, And if they, like, do any more tribute to the original movie. Yeah. Like they did in the first movie with, like, the hideout and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted no, to talk about. No, and yeah, that, that was a thing too. I was like, what if Robin Williams comes in too, but he wouldn't do that because they fixed that and yeah, that thing. They already did the tribute with him. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe they'll bring that hunter guy back in the first movie, mm-hmm. the guy who's hunting him or whatever. <laughs> maybe he'll be the bad guy this time or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll be okay. Because there's also what if the kids come back? Oh, yeah, that could be. Because they would be older. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year. Do you think that, that like, but they're also gonna... they didn't have any memory afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Because they bring in the ostriches. That's how yeah. we see this, uh-huh. that the game has entered their world. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering is it going to be the same set of, like, bad guys as this last uh... video game? Or is it because... No, I don't think so, because that guy died. Yeah, but, like, how are they going to do that? Because the last time, with the, with the, with this second movie, mm-hmm. I think they got away with saying, like, oh, it's a new situation, mm-hmm. because the game was taken apart and put back together. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I think the reason, I, I think, like, the only problem with the putting it back together thing mm-hmm. is that they weren't able to choose their avatars. Yeah. Like, they were just sucked into it. But how did the game come up with a new, like, situation? Because there are new situations? I don't know. I don't know. It's a video game? It's a video game! I don't know. But I'm excited. Yes, me too. Also, I was, like, because I was totally expecting them to just be done after yep. the second one, and, like, That's that was it. it. And then I like I think me and Brian were about to leave, and then like the next scene started, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I just kind of thought when that movie was ending, I'm like, "I think there's gonna be an ending credit scene. There's gotta be." <laughs> yeah. Um. What else about that movie? Mm-hmm. That was just a really good movie. It was. A really I enjoyed good movie. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Um, what movies and TV shows that we're excited for, mm. we're going to talk about what we are excited for after the pandemic ends. Yes. Yay. So, Allison, what are you most excited for after this is all over? Um, probably to get back to Greenville. Yeah. 
and see my friends again. We decided to have a party. Oh, fun. Um, once, like, everything's over with everybody mm-hmm. from school, just so that we can all see each other and actually say goodbye this time, because mm-hmm. that was probably the worst part, is, like, we were already gone and didn't really get to say goodbye, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, have summer, stuff yeah. like that. But that, and, um, not, like, have to worry about mm-hmm. going places as much. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I'm finally getting to the age where I can kind of start making my own, like, trip decisions, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, this last summer I went to Lollapalooza, and that was, mm-hmm. like, kind of my own decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was starting to plan that kind of stuff with my friends, and, you know, we can't do that now. happened, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm excited for that, too, to see everybody again, and, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are just excited for, is seeing people, Mm -hmm. because, like, I think we're all do. I don't know, not, I don't want to speak for everybody in the world, because I bet definitely a lot of people are not having a good time with this, especially if you're in your house by yourself, Mm -hmm. um, but... I don't know. I'm I'm kind of enjoying the social distancing. The only thing that I'm missing is getting to go see people, yeah. especially my boyfriend. Um, you have a boyfriend? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just, like, because, like, we got to go over to Gretchen and Rich's yesterday, but we had to stay six feet apart, and it's like, yeah. I just want to sit in their house and talk and not be in the sun and <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The sun was directly on me, so that's I'm why sorry. I moved to the swing. It's okay. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I'm just excited to be in the presence of people that aren't in a grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. That, like, don't give you either weird looks because Uh you're wearing a mask. Yeah. And then, like, walk away from you. Yeah. Or don't, um, like, I don't know. I don't Freak out. I don't know. I don't think they freaked out yesterday. I don't think anybody was freaking out, but I definitely, like, felt like there were people that if I started walking close to them, they mm-hmm. would, like, kind of back up. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I know everybody's just We have to be six cautious. feet apart, too. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing, too. Mm-hmm. It's just so awkward, because in a natural setting, mm-hmm. that would be, like, a kind of rude thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's just a weird time that we're all excited for it to end. Yes. I just, the only reason I'm really enjoying it is because I have all this time to do my crafts and things, and I'm enjoying that. Um, And I enjoy making crafts. Yeah. Like, I I do enjoy that kind of stuff, but Mm -hmm. I think it's finally getting to me that I'm not with my friends, and Mm -hmm. I just, I want to be with them. You should FaceTime them more. I do. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. But, yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, what's our first topic today? Well, don't remember we doing the Owlery. Oh, sorry. Before we get to our first topic today, I want to talk to you about something <laughs> called the Owlery. So, do you love the Hoot? Or just like it? Okay, well, whether or not you love or like the Hoot, we'd love to give you an opportunity to support our show. Yay! But wait, how would they do that? I'll tell you, Ashley. 
Our listeners can go to thehootpodcast.podbean.com and click Join the Owlery. By joining this program, you can receive access to exclusive content, and you will receive a shout-out on our show. Aw, that sounds so cool! It is cool. By supporting us through Patreon, you will enable us to keep recording new episodes and will also allow us to improve our show over time. Yay! So how much is it? Well, right now we have two plans to choose from in our Owlery. For only $1 a month, you can be a part of the Little Hoots. This group gets all access to exclusive content and a shout-out on our show. Or, if that's not enough for you, you can choose to be a part of the Hooters. Hoot. Which gets the same incentives as the Little Hoots, but also gets to be involved in choosing episode topics and writing our synopsis. I want to do that right now. Do it then. I won't. Because it's my podcast. No, do it! Okay, I will. <laughs> so, 1917! Our first movie. So this is our first podcast of doing a double feature. And newer, new, new, new. new movies. And new movies. Yeah, I yes. think we've only done, like, older movies and such. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. 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 Not like brand new. Movies. No, yeah, Not yeah. Like mm-hmm. this came out. Like, These last, are like brand last new. Last year. Yeah. So, I have a synopsis for 1917. Yay! Ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. It's been already three devastating years into the costly World War One, and the Imperial Germany Army. Arm, army. Army. <laughs> seems to have retreated from their position in the battle-scarred Western Front, an elaborate scheme designed to lure the Allies into a deadly trap. On April 6, 1917, with the lives of 1,600 fellow soldiers hanging by a thread, the best friends and British Army Lance Corporals Tom Blake and Will Schofield undertake a peril-laden mission to hand-deliver an urgent life-saving message to Colonel Mackenzie's 2nd Battalion of the Devonshire Line Infantry Regiment. Regiment. Yes. With this in mind, amid the horrors of an uncannily silent no-man's land, the young brothers-in-arms must traverse nine long miles of hostile enemy terrain in the French countryside to reach the 2nd Devons in time and call off the imminent attack. Now, two ordinary... Ordinary trippers walk in a certain death. What makes a true hero? And that was written by Nick Reganis. Hmm. Good job, MTV. Nick. Yeah, that was a pretty good yeah. good description. He should be a yeah. writer or something. Yeah. Um. So this kind of goes without saying, but if you have not seen the movie for 1917, you can go ahead and jump to the next one. Um, but Which also, knives out. go watch 1917. Yes, because okay? it's good as heck. It's a very good movie. And if you don't have it and you know us personally, maybe just ask him. We'll send you our brother's copy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If go we, buy it yourself. If we know you enough. <laughs> yeah. Like Gretchen and Rich can ask. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just go Just go watch it. It's, 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 it's a good one. Unless yes. you, like, really don't like war movies, then yeah. maybe not. So... Anyway, obviously this one isn't as, okay, it's bad, and I think... There's some gross parts. Yes, but I also think that it's not as traumatizing as other war movies that I've seen, for sure. 
especially like World War II movies that deal with the Holocaust and that kind of stuff. This one isn't as like gory or devastating as that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cast list. Cast list. Okay, so for this cast, I'm really just going to mention the main two guys and then our um, cameos in it. Because, like, really everybody else is just, like, a person who's in it for, like, a second and then we move on through a bunch of extras and stuff. So, really, it's just the main two guys. Okay. Um, So, our first guy who we are first introduced to is Lance Corporal Blake. Um, he is played by Dean Charles Chapman, and a lot of people who watch Game of Thrones will know him from Game of Thrones. Oh. Um, I don't know who he is because I don't watch Game of Thrones, but he is a character in Game of Thrones. So, there he's you go. He's only 20... I, I looked this up when we were watching the movie because yeah. I thought he was really cute. Uh-huh. He's only 22 years old, so I could date oh, him. Wow. Yeah, you should call Hit me him up. up. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Dean Charles Chapman. Hit me up, Dean Charles Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> okay. Um, then our other guy, Lance Corporal Schofield. Um, Schofield. It, Schofield, sorry. Yep. Yes, you're right. Um, is played by George McKay, and I just figured this out today. One, he's been in a lot of other movies, um, but um, he's most famous for um, Captain Fantastic, which I have not seen that. Um, and then the other one that I know him from was his first movie. He was Curly in Peter Pan. In the live-action Peter Pan. So, the one at the end, he has most of the lines as Lost Boys. And so, like, at the end, when they're all at um, Wendy's house, and they're all getting adopted, and he's the one who last walks in, and so, like, the aunt... Aunt, whatever yeah. her name is, is like, oh, you're, you're my, I'm, you're my child or whatever. And he's like, mother. That. I was just like, oh my gosh, I love him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, he's in wow. Peter Pan. Um, so that's great. Um, oh yeah, great. Um, and then our cameos, we have, um, I'm gonna mention first, uh, sorry. Looking for them. I just don't want to get their Wait, names wrong. Wait, I have one. Benedict nope. Cumberbatch. Okay, but I was going to say him second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Benedict Cumberbatch is Colonel McKenzie. So, the, throughout this whole entire thing, they're looking for Colonel McKenzie to give the order to. And um, it ends up being Benedict Cumberbatch which, at the end. Which is kind of like... It was it was really when, funny. I I think when, I laughed when he no, came on. Yeah. I was like I was like really they had to get him. I know. When Claire and I were watching it in the th- the theaters, I remember when he showed up and I was just like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> it was Guys, great. It's the Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. Um then our other guy is at the beginning and it's Colin Firth. And mm-hmm. he plays, I'm trying to look at his character, I can't think. He, he's another, he's either a colonel or a general. He might be a general. Is he the guy that, that talks Oh, there to he them? is. General yeah. Einmorn. Um, yeah, so he's, he's, or Aaron Moore. It might be Aaron Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's the one who kind of gives them their assignment to yeah. go. Um, I he's also wanted to mention, Andrew Scott is also in it. He's, um... He plays, uh, he's in, he's in, oh my gosh, Sherlock. He's in Sherlock and he plays, yeah, 
the guy that's bad. Yes, and I can't think of his name right now. It starts with an M. Yeah. <laughs> it's making me upset. Moriarty. Yes, Moriarty. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was going to kill me. Um, and he plays Lieutenant Leslie. That's another cameo yeah. that I really wanted to mention. Um, but everybody and else... he's also in... Um, other things. Spectre. Is oh, yes. Spectre? Um, the James Bond movie. Yeah. He's I think a, so. I, I think know. he's Inspector. I, I think, think that's, that's what you one. said in the thing. I don't well, know. Well, no, Daddy. Yep, he's Inspector. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because I've only seen Spectre like once. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then there's a lot of other people. And yeah, there's they're a great. lot of extras. It's a, it's a really good movie, I think. Um, this was a uh, fun fact that I did not include. Okay. Um, but there were over, like, 500 extras. Oh, wow. Um, sometimes they had to use every single extra in a shot. Wow. Just to get, like, the whole yeah. army, yeah. you know, wow. feel of it. So. Okay. Yeah. Wee. Especially if they were going through the trenches and they had to have, like, hundreds of men yeah, on yeah. the sides. Uh-huh. So. And it's in one shot, so it's like, yeah. they had to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, favorite parts? Favorite parts. I have two favorite parts. Okay. I didn't write anything down. Oh. So, I was just going to say it from my mind, because I'm assuming that whatever sticks out in my mind is probably yeah. my actual favorite part, mm-hmm. rather than me saying, oh, yeah, like, that's my favorite part. <laughs> I feel like we might have the same one. Okay. If you have one to say. Um, my favorite part. I think... Like, the part that I really enjoy, I think, is probably when uh, Schofield is in the French town and he finds the uh, girl with that, the baby. Yep, that's my. That, it, that's one of mine like, that I have written down. It's like I don't know. That's like a nice calm in the middle of the storm. I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a little break from all of the chaos that's going on. Well, and something, this is so dumb, mm-hmm. but I thought about this mm-hmm. when I was trying to pick something and why I like the scene mm-hmm. is like what you said, it's like a calm in the storm. Yeah. But like when you're going through things like this mm-hmm. and I compared it to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. When you're in a quest, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can't just go on to the next quest. Yeah. You need to rest. Yeah. You need to have rest. You need to replenish yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to take that break. You need to heal your wounds. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, she healed, or she didn't she, heal, but, like, she, she patched his, up the, what, yeah. the bullet wound. Yeah, and so, like, you need that kind of rest mm-hmm. to sustain yep. yourself, yep. to get through all of this, which... At the beginning, he's resting. That's mm-hmm. another thing that yeah. you notice uh-huh. is he's resting at the very beginning of yeah. the movie. They both are. Yeah. yeah. So. And I, I think another reason I really like this scene is just, like, when he asks what her name is and she says that she doesn't know, it's because it's not her daughter. Oh, yeah, the baby. And, like, that, it's just, like... It's just that a is, baby that she, she, that she, that found, she found and that's why she's not leaving. Yeah. Is because she wants she needs to take care of the baby, and it's like they may die there together, but at mm-hmm. least she's comforting her in that time. And it's just like it's something that would have happened, and yeah. like all these stories are true. Like it's not these two people aren't are fictional, but yeah. 
these stories are stories that were told to Sam Mendes by his grandfather. Yeah. So, like, all of these things have happened. Yeah. And, like, well, it's and just, it, it's a sad that, thing. That little thing reminds me of um, a book series that I really like called The Gone Series. Mm-hmm. And um, in it, basically, all adults leave. Oh. Um, are, like, poofed out, mm. whatever. But eventually, like, the leaders of this group that, like, they create inside of this bubble, mm-hmm. they go out and search for all of the babies because oh. there's babies in houses by themselves yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so there are, like, and then people just have to volunteer to take care of mm-hmm. a child, mm-hmm. at, you know? And so it, that's kind of... It's kind of odd, but it is kind of how it is. And that's how it is in that one movie we just watched. What was it called? Life As We Know It. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. They... Yeah, that was... Their friends pass away, and they have to take care of the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So... Ugh, I don't... I feel like that would be so hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's also part of God's plan and his kingdom is Mm -hmm. he says that we are to... um, father the orphans, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of a big, big thing with adoption. Mm -hmm. If you ever think about adopting, it's great. Mm -hmm. Don't let your family members tell you that you need to have your Your own own children because the world has created children that don't have their own parents and you can be those. Yeah. We're getting emotional. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, I did have another favorite part. Me too. It's just um, when he gets on the truck of the other uh, battalion or yeah. whatever it is. I don't know. Army terms. Yeah. Um, but when he, he kind of, like, I mean, spoilers. This whole thing is a spoiler. Sorry. Um, <laughs> once um, Blake dies, yeah. he literally has to move on be in the truck with all of these other people who are just joking around and he's like my best friend or at least maybe not best friend but like best army pal right now yeah just died in front of me in his arms in his arms bleeding all over him like he still had blood on he literally just had to wipe his hands on the grass Mm -hmm. and like i just i really like his acting with the whole um the trying the to push, push the, truck the truck out of it, yeah. and he's like, I really gotta go, and, like, there's still people standing around, and it's just yeah. like, oh, that feels so like, good. Honestly, I can relate to that mm-hmm. um, in everything I do. Yeah. When, like, <laughs> you're the only person doing yes. things to, like, try to help, mm-hmm. and you're just like, can you just, like, can you, can you just, like, <laughs> be a human being? Yeah. And, like, help. I, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, that, so, that's my other favorite part. My other one is more than one scene. Okay. It's the... Well, I mean, it's all in one shot, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, when Blake is telling him about the cherry trees, mm-hmm. and he's, like, describing, you know, oh, they're not in full, you know, they're bloom, bloom yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he's telling him, like, oh, yeah, my mom planted cherry mm-hmm. trees. And then later on in the movie, when he he sees he sees floating down, and he's like, he he literally I, almost just dies at yeah. that point because and like he, doesn't he just say cherries or something like that cherry trees? I don't know if he says cherry trees. I think he just 
he sees them and he's like yeah or maybe maybe when we were watching it i, I think said i think we said cherry trees yeah um and that was probably one of my favorite parts that's probably he just, just he reminds himself of his friend yeah and... and i think when his friend dies when blake dies uh-huh. he takes on that responsibility of this not only has to go to save all these men mm-hmm. like this message but it also I also have to get there so that I can be there to comfort his brother and, and save his brother from his brother, dying and but his also mom tell losing his two brother, ch- children. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting to me. Yeah. I was interested in the entire fact that this general decided to send, you know, mm-hmm. a brother mm-hmm. to go save his brother. And I think it makes it, sense it's because it's, it's more of a motivator. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. And I think. Um, Another thing that's just, it was also my favorite, is just the background of him mm-hmm. and, like, knowing nothing really about him mm-hmm. until the very end. Like, we know that, like, he fought in other battles and he yes. had gotten a purple heart, mm-hmm. but, like, really we don't know anything about him and, like, yep. he's our hero and we're just cheering for him the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, like, we find out that, like, he has, he has a family a, yeah. and he has children yep. and, like, even the one girl asks him if he has children and he doesn't say anything because... Going back home is just too painful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ugh. So. Good movie, though. <laughs> it's time for... Fun facts! I'm liking that that's a thing now. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so, you have said many times that this is a one-shot film. Yes. So, this is not technically a one-shot film. What? It is made... Into the illusion of a one-shot film. Aww. Um, but even so, mm-hmm. if you were to take everything that they're doing, mm-hmm. it would be a two-shot film. Mm-hmm. Um, despite, like, if you were saying, like, there's no illusion, it's a one-shot film, it would actually be a two-shot film because of when Schofield blacks out and they oh, black out the screen. you're right. Uh-huh. That is considered the end of that scene. Okay. So, um, yeah, so through... Filming techniques, the directors made the illusion of a one-shot film, um, which took a lot of effort in actually mapping out of the director, make mapping out things of their um, their set. Yeah. So they had to map out their set, and they literally many, like second by second, yeah, and in they order had to, to get that. Also, like they couldn't like run scenes with the camera. I mean, I guess they could have run the scenes with the camera, but not that camera yeah and so like they had to practice like camera shots and stuff like that yeah but they just would practice they like used... running through this entire maze like yeah then they use a brand new camera that had just yes been made uh-huh. um and most of the time the cameraman had to run with mm-hmm. the people especially through the trenches they yeah. had to run with them mm-hmm. so um and then you also mentioned this fun fact that the film is based on many different stories mm-hmm. told to Sam Mendes by his grandfather, Alfred Mendes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is noted that um, these stories aren't all about Alfred. Yes. These are stories mm-hmm. that he had from being in the army, mm-hmm. um, whether they be from other, um, like, army pals or from himself. Uh, we don't know for mm-hmm. sure. Um, another fun fact is that Filming began, I don't know how long filming usually takes. Probably a while. At least yes. a couple 
know. A couple months. You yeah. Would, you would think. Yeah, definitely a couple like, months. For, for a good movie, how long would you say? Like Harry Potter, what would you say for a natural Harry know. Potter movie? Like five months, maybe? Yeah. Three to so five months, yeah. this movie, they began filming on April 1st, 2019. And they finished okay. on in June of 2019. Oh my gosh. The movie came out in December of uh-huh. 2019. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, they really went to work on this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is well, pretty also, cool. Well, also, when we were watching the special features, I feel like Sam Mendes said something about, like, he had been thinking about this idea for a very long time. So, yes. like, I think he had it mapped out for a very long time. Yes. And it's just, like, once actually they, putting it yeah. into place and letting him film once it. they, like, had everything mapped out and planned out, mm-hmm. they got into the set yeah. and went at it. Yeah. So. Because they had to build cool. all of the set, too. Yeah. Um, they actually built it. A long trench mm-hmm. um, to film all of these trench scenes. Yes. And then they built... And the actors had to actually endure, like, uh-huh. the trenches and the mud and uh-huh. grossness yeah. that was in... World War trench- One. Yeah. So, um... So... Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you straight out. Um, okay. There weren't very many fun facts... That's okay. So, I have... <laughs> the movie is a fun fact. Because movie, all of it is yes. fact! <laughs> so, the movie is set in or World hearsay, War I, I guess. which yes. is the lesser-known war mm-hmm. um, by the world because of the effects of World War II. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I think a lot of people enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they don't see World War One movies mm-hmm. unless you're in, like, a history class. Yeah. You don't see those. That was definitely a thing that I liked about it, is mm-hmm. just being able to see World War One. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have not been able to think about the Holocaust for a while, um, which, oh, mm. it's ugh, awful. Terrible. Um, but there was, like, a long time last year where I could not stop thinking about it. Why? And it, because... <laughs> I watched this movie with my friends, and mm-hmm. it made me, like, very traumatized, mm-hmm. and that movie's called The Pianist or something like that. Okay, I've heard of it, but um, I haven't seen it. Yes, it made me very traumatized, didn't even it. finish it, oh. so I just, like, couldn't stop thinking about it, so mm-hmm. um, this was kind of a, I don't know, refresher yeah. of that and feeling like, okay, there's more I can learn, like, continue learning about, mm-hmm. um... That won't completely traumatize me yeah, yeah. at this point. Because I, I enjoy learning about, like, World War One and Two, mm-hmm. but it's hard when you get to a point where you're like, I'm being traumatized, yes. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, definitely in, I think it was, it was either freshman or sophomore year, whatever year we, um, that uh, Mr. Wyant would show Schindler's List, mm-hmm. um, I had to leave the room because I was literally crying and sobbing. Yeah. And... I never watched it, and he never asked us well, to, to watch it, so... he... Maybe I was the last one. Maybe. <laughs> well, he, he had said beforehand, he's like, if you can't handle this, you can leave. Yeah. And you don't even have to start watching it. But, like, nobody else wanted to leave, so I was like, no, I guess I'll try. And I tried, and I could not handle it. So I left the room, and I could not stop crying. Yeah. 
<sighs> but Mrs. Durfee came into the bathroom and she she hugged me. It was that's really good. nice. That's a nice memory I have with Mrs. Durfee. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So my last fun fact about this movie is that it cost about ninety nine to a hundred million to make. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and grossed about three hundred mil in the first weekend at the box office. Oh my gosh! So, they did a good job. They did a good job. <laughs> it was really good, though. So, like, it was. I, I, I'm glad I gave them my money. <laughs> yes. Um, it's already won a lot of awards, but mm-hmm. I did not write those down. So, yeah. I was just looking through it and mm-hmm. saw all the awards, and I was like, oh, cool. Yay. So, that's it for 1917. So, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Go watch it right now. Yeah, right we aren't done talking about it, though, because at the end of this podcast, yes. before, like, the end the end, we're going to argue which one is better and why uh-huh. they are both great. Yes. So, stay tuned if you want to do more 1917. And if you haven't seen Knives Out, you can skip to that right now. Yeah. Timestamp. Timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Knives Out, I'm going to give you guys a synopsis. <clears throat> When renowned crime novelist Harlan Thromby dies just after his 85th birthday, the inquisitive and debonair detective Benoit... I, I can't even... I'm when, just going to say Blanc when I read Benoit the cast list. Blanc, yeah, maybe, maybe, arrives at his estate to investigate. From Harlan's dysfunctional family to his devoted staff, Blanc sifts through a web of red herrings and self-serving lies to uncover the truth behind Thromby's untimely demise. Um, And this was written by K-R-M-A-N-I-R-E-T-H-N-A-M. Okay. Don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, cast list. Thank you. Um, Okay. Cast list for Knives Out. Um, because there are a lot of names that I cannot pronounce, mostly last names, I'm going to say fir- first names. Okay. Um, so, or no, except for um, Blanc's, because yeah. I can't pronounce that. Um, so Blanc is played by Daniel Craig. Um, then we have Ransom, who is played by Chris Evans, which is really fun to see him as a bad guy, I felt mm-hmm. like. Because, um, I mean, he, he's, he plays like a good guy, bad guy kind of person, and yeah. Um, then Marta, which is, like, our main yeah. person, I think, um, is played by either Ana de Armas or Anna de Armas. I'm pretty sure it's Ana, probably. Yeah, I think it's Ana. It's A-N-A, so. Um, and then Linda Drysdale, I can say Drysdale, um, <laughs> uh, is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Walt Thromby, which is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's husband, is... Um, Michael Shannon. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, yeah, yeah, I'm right. I'm sorry. Wait, Walter Thromby is her brother in the movie. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Her name has changed. I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay. (laughs) Walter Thromby is her brother. Michael Shannon is who plays him. Richard Drysdale, um, which is her husband, is played by Don Johnson. Joni Thromby is played by Tony Collette. Um... Lieutenant Elliot, which is one of the policemen, is played by Lakeith Stanfield. Harlan Thromby, which is the guy who was murdered, is played by Christopher Plummer. Meg Thromby, which is her, Anna's, or not Anna's, um, Marta's, I was going to say character, Marta's best friend, is played by Catherine Langford. Jacob Thromby is played by Jaden Martell. 
Donna Thromby is played by Ricky Lindholm. Fran, the housekeeper, is played by Eddie Patterson. Alan Stevens is played by Frank Oz. Great Nana Juanetta is played by Kay Callen. Uh, Trooper Wagner, the other policeman, is played by Noah Segan. And those are all the people I'm going to mention because... Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Good cast. Yes. Um, I wanted to mention before we move on, uh, just because I thought this was a good fun fact that I'm mm-hmm. not including later, is um, the grandmother. What is her name? Kay. Kay Callen. Yes. Uh-huh. She is actually six years younger than the man who plays Harlan Thromby, who really? is supposed to be her, her son. Oh, wow. Yes. She does look a lot older, though. Yes. <laughs> so. oh, they probably also played that up, though, with the they makeup and, like... Her the costume she was wearing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just the way that she acted too because yeah. like she was barely functional and yeah, he was the opposite. <laughs> so what's your favorite part of this movie? Favorite parts? Um I I really just like throughout the entire movie like I was waiting for like a stopping point, I guess. Like I don't know. Sometimes like when you're in a movie, um I feel like it's like a mystery you start movie. off, huh? A mystery movie or no? Just like any kind of movie, okay. um, you kind of stop for a little while because, like, kind of in like nineteen seventeen, you have like that little stop, that little yeah. break where it's just like something's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, because I think it's a mystery mm-hmm. one, but even I feel like in uh, in mystery, like the, other mystery, in other mystery ones, I feel like there's always just like a little bit of a break. But I felt like in this one, it was just like go 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 go. Um, I can see that, um, okay, so, it's actually funny, this week I'm, for my digital media class, we're mm-hmm. doing story, like, storyboards, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and one of them is, like, describing how basic movies are set mm-hmm. up, and, um, we had to, like, take an example mm-hmm. of a movie and put it into this little, like, sheet. Uh-huh. The one I picked was the Lego movie, because mm-hmm. it... I could pick out each of the things. Yeah. You know, there's, like, one plot point, and Mm -hmm. then there's another plot point later on. Mm -hmm. This movie, I think, instead of doing the plot point and then going into that little, like, ease of, like, okay, this is kind of, like, just waiting around, Mm -hmm. they start with the waiting around part. Yes, And then they add the plot point later when they're talking to Marta, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You're right. Because, like, we don't actually know... Because, like, at the the beginning, like, they all think that it was suicide. And, like, this guy is there to kind of investigate because he thinks that it was a murder. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we don't really know if there's anything to investigate, but they're also investigating. And so, like, it's just a lot of waiting around thinking, oh, it was probably just a suicide. But, like, obviously, us watching the movie, we're like, no, it had to be a murder because yeah. why are you making a movie so about a suicide? We're starting to think, okay, which one of these characters is the murderer? Yeah, yeah. Because they're, that's who they're investigating. And, and then mm-hmm. they get to Marta and, like, tell yeah. her story. And, yeah. And so. I feel like that's why, like, my mind was still, like, it's it was kind of racing because it's, like... I was trying to figure out who it was, like, right yes. off the bat. I was like, oh, I wonder who could be the murderer, because I feel like a lot of these people have motivation well, kind and that's, of thing. Well, and that's the kind of stuff that I love doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I listen to all these true crime things, is mm-hmm. because that's something that, like, my mind craves, mm-hmm. is, like, figuring out who done it. Yeah. 
But mm-hmm. then once it revealed what actually happened, I was like, oh my I gosh. I was like, that I was, was kind of like, what the heck? Yeah. And I was kind of upset by it. By really? Like, yeah, because I was like, now we don't have like the big reveal at the end. Yeah. But then it did. Well, we have, did. It did have yeah. the reveal. Because then I was kind of like, no, Marta, mm-hmm. we don't want bad things to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of didn't really know well, where no, they were no, going no. with it. Yeah, first there was the big reveal, but then at the end there was more of a big reveal. Yeah. Like, so, like, they kind of, like, fixed the reveal. I don't know, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think my, the moral of my story is that the whole thing was really, really good. Yes. And I can't really pick a favorite part because I felt like it just all blended together. Like, me thinking back on it, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I can't pick a part. Yeah. Um, I think Marta was definitely, like, I loved her, yeah. like, completely. I really enjoyed, for some reason, that, like, she couldn't lie. Yeah, I, I loved that, that part. Like, I don't like seeing her vomit, but <laughs> I thought that was really cool. It's just, like... Yeah, there's an interesting, like, character choice yeah. for her. And, like, there, like, she does end up lying and then holding in her puke at some point, yeah. but, like, <laughs> she's still, like... She can't lie, and it's great. I love it. (laughs) So my favorite part would probably be, um, like, besides this whole storyline and all the mystery Mm -hmm. to it, Mm -hmm. if I had to pick a favorite part, Mm -hmm. I would say when um, they're interviewing all of the people, and it's like the montage at Uh the beginning, Mm -hmm. and Blanc is just back there Uh pressing Pressing the piano. piano. (laughs) And I kind of felt like that... I'm guessing, like, they... I don't know if they really put too much thought into that Mm -hmm. part of it, but I think when he was doing that, Mm -hmm. it made me think that he was reminding himself of something the person just said. Oh. Like, I thought it... ding, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to keep that in my mind, Mm. you know? I guess I'd have to watch it back because when, what I was thinking it meant was that he was kind of giving a signal to the other cop to, like, Mm. move on to the question he wants to know, um, which is that he, because every time he hit the piano, it was that same question. Mm. So that's what I was thinking, is, be... like, he was just like, okay, let's move on mm-hmm. to my question, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I'd have to look back and, like, no, watch it again. Ma- I think yours makes yeah. more sense than mine. Well, I feel like but... we would just have to pay attention to, like, when he hits it mm-hmm. and what information he's giving at the well, same time. Well, I just felt like the biggest information was coming, or, like, if there was, like, some kind of scandal going on, uh-huh. that's when he would hit it, because he's... Or when he knows they're lying. Okay. I think every yeah. time he hit it, they were lying. Yeah, we can we can look that... Or I'll, I definitely want to watch this again once yes. we get it back from Gretchen and Rich, yes. so definitely can keep that in mind to look yeah. for. Um, and then another one is when Blanc is revealing the whole thing mm-hmm. with um, Ransom at the very yeah. end. I think the ending of most mystery things like is murder the on the orient express yes that part is my favorite part yeah is just the whole reveal yes um yeah i think if i did have to pick another part though it would be um just when like him and marta are like playing their game upstairs and like just their yes. whole relationship i yeah. thought was really sweet mm-hmm. um another reason that i loved marta so yes <laughs> yeah yeah. I also do like knowing that, like, the bottles were switched so that, like, yes. because she's, Marta wasn't because she's actually a, a murderer. Yeah. She was a good nurse. That, so. yeah, and that, like, really hit me yeah. when he was like, because you're a good nurse. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. 
So, yep. Now it's time for fun, fun facts. <laughs> Two fun fact sections in a movie, in a, in a podcast. <laughs> so the first fun fact is that this uh, movie in the Harlan Harlan's home. Sorry, mm-hmm. we're just gonna say Harlan's home. Okay, was um shot in three different places. Okay. So um the Exterior was a gothic revival mansion located slightly outside of Boston. The interior was shot in the Ames Mansion, um, which is a 1,200-acre estate that belonged to Blanche Ames Ames, an inventor, Mm -hmm. artist, and women's rights activist. Hmm. And the third um, was actually a soundstage for Harlan's office. Which, when it said Harlan's office, I wasn't sure if that's the place that has the chair with all the knives in it. Like, the Mm. iconic scene. Because that's what I would assume would be the soundstage. Um, Maybe. Or if it's his actual office office that they kept going to to, like, talk to him. Uh So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Cameo alert. This is my second fun fact. Uh, What's his (laughs) first name? Who? Gordon Levitt. Who's that? He's the guy in 10 Things I Hate About You, and he's in a lot of that stuff. Dang it. I need to look up his first name. Mm. It, I only put his last name. <laughs> if I showed you a picture, okay. you'd be like, yeah! Okay. The only guy that I can think of from 10 Things I Hate About You is the main guy. Unless you meant the, the guy. The guy. The guy who is in Batman, who plays Robin? Yes. Okay, got it. I don't remember his first name. What is your first name? Dan. Joseph. Joseph. I was really Joseph close. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, so got he it. is the voice on the program that Marta's sister is watching in their oh. kitchen when it says, we have the nanny cam footage. That's him. Cool. For That's some so reason, cool. they decided to put him in there. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. Okay, so my third fun fact was actually something that I was very interested in. Mm-hmm. So, and something we also have to notice when we watch it again. Mm-hmm. The portrait of Harlan wasn't finished until after filming started mm-hmm. because they just didn't feel like they had it right. Mm-hmm. Um, so every single shot you see in the movie of the painting is actually a green screen that oh. they had put the painting mm-hmm. upon. Um But then they decided after, like, that started happening Mm -hmm. um, that they were going to change it a little bit. So if you watch very closely, Mm -hmm. Harlan's expression changes into a smirk after the murder has been solved. Oh, that's cool. But it's very slight. Okay. I saw the pictures of comparison. Mm -hmm. It's very very, slight. But, like, if you're just watching the movie and not paying attention, you wouldn't notice Mm -hmm. it like we didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so all of the characters are actually named after something. Oh, cool. The family being 1970s rock stars. Hmm. So Richard and Linda are a couple in the movie, and that's Richard and Linda Thompson. Mm-hmm. Joni, Tony Collette's character is Joni Mitchell. Okay. And her deceased husband is named Neil for Neil Young. <laughs> then Walt and Donna are Walter Becker and Donald Fagan from Steely Dan. Hmm. Then Ransom is uh, the name of a character from C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy. Hmm. That, um... Who is the 
writer. What's the writer's name? C.S. Lewis. Johnson. Oh. Um, Johnson uh, decided that he, he really wanted to use that name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harlan's name is inspired by a choose-your-own-adventure called Who Killed Harlan Thromby. Oh, cool. <laughs> yes. Um, and then my, and I didn't find anything on Marta, even though the fun fact mm-hmm. said that everybody was named after hmm. something cool. Hmm. So maybe Marta's just a cool name. Yeah. Anyway. It is a cool name. Or, well, Fran, kind of Franny, mm-hmm. like the nanny. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I yeah. felt about yeah. that one. <laughs> okay, so then the my last fun fact is that um, Anna de Armas, uh-huh. um, she actually revealed that she almost did not accept her role. Oh. Because of the des- solely because of the description of her character, hmm. she felt like it lacked depth. This is okay. because the only description given for her character was Latina caregiver, caretaker, pretty. <laughs> so That's she dumb. she didn't want to take it because she felt like there's a stereotype with yeah. Latinas being like sexy and pretty, uh-huh. and that's all they need to be. Yeah. So. Um, she mm-hmm. definitely, like, took this character and made it into her own thing when she mm-hmm. took this role. And that's kind of what she decided once she took the job, mm-hmm. was that she was going to make this her own character and mm-hmm. give the, her character more depth. Which mm-hmm. I felt like she she had so much more depth mm-hmm. by the end of the movie. I don't understand why that's that her, only description. her only description. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you put, like, that she had to be kind like i i know you can act kind but like i don't know yeah i that i don't know yeah so that's those are my fun facts yay yay (laughs) so which one is better which 1917 or knives out which one i have my answer i was gonna i don't know i i'm wondering what you think because also i i'd have to say like, in different situations, yeah. I would definitely pick one over yes. the other. But, like, I think that in those two s- different situations, I think that both are great. I, you yeah. know, I, I... I would say if you were the person who gets to choose um, which movie should win Movie of the Year Award or something oh. like that, and... These are your two options. Which one do you choose? 1917. That's what I would say. (laughs) That's what I would Um, say, too. I think if you're looking for some kind of mystery with comedic relief, it would definitely be Knives Out. Yeah. Um, Because I I, I feel like because I'm more of a comedy movie person, like, I would definitely pick Knives Out because it is a comedy. There's comedy elements to it. Like, okay, so this is what I think of Mm -hmm. when um, in the episode of Friends, when. they come in and, uh, what's her, what's her boyfriend's name with the mustache? Monica's boyfriend. Oh, Richard. Mustache. When uh-huh. Richard, so Richard goes, Monica's making us watch Old Yeller. <laughs> that's how I feel about nineteen seventeen. Okay, that's yeah, kind of movie uh-huh. that I feel like it yes. is. It's just like it's a it's, good movie, but like you're also going to be heartbroken in it. <laughs> yes, you're gonna cry. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if you're just looking for like kind of something to turn your mind around Mm -hmm. for a little bit, I'd Mm -hmm. say Knives Out. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I I know I can't say anything, but yeah, right now. Um, But yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> 1970 is just it's yeah. beautiful. I do have I did have a connection that I wanted to bring up. Okay. With these two movies. Okay. That I didn't mention cuz I wanted to say it at the end. Okay. Is that um Daniel Craig mm-hmm. and the one cameo of the one dude that plays Moriarty in uh-huh. Adam um, Scott. Yes. Uh-huh. Um they're both in Spectre. Oh, yeah. Or Skyfall, whatever. No, it was Spectre. No. You said Spectre. it was Spectre. Yeah. Yeah. They're both in Spectre together. That's so, so these, cute. These <laughs> movies are connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those Kevin Bacon things. Yeah. <laughs> we just played the Kevin Bacon game Except without taking without Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. We should do that at some point, though. The Kevin Bacon game? Yeah. We can do it for Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so join Patreon. John the Allery. <laughs> yeah. So both of them are great, Um, but I think definitely... 1970 would, I mean, I'm pretty sure that it has won, like, Best Picture yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. It's definitely won a lot of awards, mm-hmm. as it should. Yeah. So. But Knives Out is also very good. Yes. So. Yes, I agree. I give a 10 out of 10 on both of them, but also yes. I'm a very not picky movie watcher. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I am, to a certain I don't know. Extent. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of movies where I'm just like, yes, it's a great movie. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite that's movie. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> that's my favorite movie. But that's my Ryan favorite movie. Ryan says that a lot, yeah. actually. I like saying I feel that. like that's I'm my favorite very movie. choosy with... I don't know. That's my favorite movie I can movie definitely, comments. like, put movies over movies. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I could put them in, a, in an order, but, like, if I'm just, like, going through movies and I've seen them and I like them, I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite movie. Yeah. Except that it's not. <laughs> I'm lying to you all. Yes. <laughs> Oh, ask me! Go ahead, ask me! So, um, let's go to our fan question. Okay. So, this fan question is from Haley. Oh, thanks, Haley. Yes. Um, Haley asked, what is your favorite quarantine activity? My favorite quarantine activity. Oh, that's hard because I like to go through a lot of things. Because I don't like being bored. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think my favorite is playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I like our walks. Yeah, that's really fun. I really do like crocheting, though. I like crocheting. But I do get bored of that, too. I like painting. then I like watching painting. And then I get bored of that. I like petting my cats. Yeah. But then I get bored of that. (laughs) (laughs) I get itchy. (laughs) Yeah. I lots of things. Lots of things. If you had to pick one thing, knife mm. or gun to your head. Aww. Gun to Oprah's head. With your <laughs> ten children. <laughs> and monkey slash dog. <laughs> and Oprah's tried everything. <laughs> What's that from again? That's from How I Met Your Mother. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Boom, I'm dead. <laughs> well, and Oprah and my two children. <laughs> and monkey slash dog. Yes. Yeah, I'd probably have to say uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, is my favorite. Just because yeah. I enjoy crafting, but, like, getting outside right now, I think, is the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, especially for people with mental illness. Like, yeah. you need to get outside and get air in your lungs and, and like sun sun <laughs> on your face so you're not if there is sun yes or um what is it um 
Overcast. Yes. <laughs> Overcast. Yes. yes. Over cats. Over cats. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then I have an Apple podcast review. Would you yeah. like to read it since sure. I always read them? Sure. Okay. Hold if, you, on. if you pull it up for me. I will pull it up for you. Yay. Hi, Flair. Uh, this is this is the one. Okay. Um, the title of it is cute, and it, they gave us five stars. Um, and this is the um review. Very cute. Period. So cute. Period. Cute girls. Period. Cute. Dash a haiku by me. <laughs> <laughs> so very cute. So cute. Cute girls. Cute. Who's that by? Cute. Oh, wait. <laughs> e. Augustine 008. Wonder who that is. Thanks, E. Augustine. I don't know who that is. It's my roommate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, roommate. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> yes, so thank you, Emma, for sending in that review. Um, and then you guys can find us on Instagram at uh, The Hoot Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook now. Yay, Facebook! Yes, and that is also The Hoot Podcast. Um, and if you need help finding it, just type in Facebook slash, or Facebook.com slash The Hoot Podcast and yeah. it, you'll find us. Um, and then please send in your fan questions to our Gmail account or DM um, us on Instagram. DM us on Instagram or uh, message us on Facebook. Yeah. Um, with your fan questions, um, or just any random mm-hmm. questions. It doesn't have to be one we read on the podcast. Yeah. We've gotten those two before, mm-hmm. so. Um, and you can email us at thehooppodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and please join the Owlry for yeah. only a dollar, one dollar. One dollar. A dollar. A dollar. You can um, be a part of the Little Hoots. And um, we want to give you guys some more content soon so yes. that's probably going to be coming pretty soon um once we can get motivated to record more yeah. stuff um and then also for five dollars a month uh you can be a part of the hooters hoot hoot um and get a little bit more things to do yeah yeah so if you're bored do during that. this pandemic <laughs> yeah do it also, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and yes. we will read it on um, the show. Yes, please. A five-star review with a written response mm-hmm. saying why you like our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, share your show with a friend. Yeah, and I think last week I was, like, talking about, like, being in a crowded room and um, sharing it with your friends that way. Don't be in a crowded room at don't this point. Don't do that. Um, stay away from your friends, um, but you can definitely send it to your friends, unless or you don't have you internet. Or you can, like, post it on your Instagram story yeah, or something. something like that. Or, like, or Facebook or, or Facebook. You yeah. have a lot of social media on your hands right now. Yes. Use it. Yeah. Hoot, hoot. Hoot. So thank you guys so much for listening to, to the... the- Woo!